No, 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 miss. You, you feed the horses hay. Most of the time. But they love their oats and apples, of course. And the crows? Just a bit of seed here and there. Uh, Frost gets berries if he's behaving and when I teach him tricks. We need a lot of meat for these two. Points to Wilma and Ripper. The Silent Sisters uh, nod in appreciation at your knowledge of animal handling and your your vast menagerie of creatures, which I'm sure will only grow. (laughs) Welcome to Episode 8 of Broken Men a Song of Ice and Fire role-playing game actual play podcast. In the previous episode, Dagon and Roderick surprise and attack two parties locked in deadly combat. This time, we find Harold Snow, still helping the Silent Sisters and ready to seek an opportunity to pursue a path of intrigue, peace, and healing instead of death and pillaging. Harold Snow decides to stay with the Silent Sisters as his two compatriots decide to go off and ambush the group that is ambushing the other group of knights. Too many people, guys. I'll just hang back here. Because meanwhile, back at the camp, um, Harold Snow stays with the Silent Sisters. And um, what would you like to do besides talk at length about the care and feeding of well, that's what he would do until they, they start going. All right, so the Silent Sisters are going to pack up and move on? Okay. Um, he just goes in length about how to train them, how to feed them, what they like, and especially the younger one who wasn't very interested in horses. He talks at length about horses. He's like, this is how you hold the reins, you know, you can, you can calm them. All right, so you're going to try to give her a riding lesson? Yeah, sure. I um, I tell her like, hey, this is how you you ride the horse. Okay. It's all about staying calm, and the horse will be calm. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do a check on that. Do you, would that be an animal handling check? Do you think, or a will check to try to teach her how to ride a horse? Coordination. Sure. I don't. I don't think I rolled for that. I think it just add half my will. Okay. To hers, but I also have to. So I'm helping her and the horse. So you're coordinating the I'm horse. I'm coordinating and the, the horse and her. And the younger silent sister. Okay. So um. Special to this frame. Yes. Oh, I just add my will rank. Okay. So yeah, she gets five degrees of success. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, all right, all right, you gotta, you gotta stay calm on the horse, and then I'm like petting the horse. I'm like, all right. Oh, but do you roll though? No, I, I just had my. You test will. Oh, I test will. You may test will to improve an ally's ability to assist in a task. All right, so you're coordinating. This is the one that's really complicated. <laughs> For some reason, I can't wrap my brain around this one. So, you test your will to improve. The other person's ability to assist in the task. Well, I got a 13, and then I add my will score. Okay. To her and the horse's success. So I got a 13 so, on my test. All right, so the difficulty is challenging 9 for non-combat tests. So what did you roll? 13. 13, so that's 1 degree of success. All right, so yeah, she is uh, marginally more comfortable astride a horse. Um, <laughs> and she feels a little bit more confidence, and she uh, she warms slightly to you, and she gives you a, a slight smile. See, now you're doing it. There you go. Horses aren't that scary. Me. <laughs> As it bucks her off. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had failed, that would be <laughs> When you coordinate efforts, you add your will rank in. I kind of I kind of understand that one, but it's really gotta think. Just because I think it's because you're dealing with like two or three other people, two, yeah. whereas most abilities are just like you doing something. Helping, yeah. This was like this is very much managerial. 
level type stuff. Exactly. Not warfare, though. No. So Harold is definitely on his way to being a good middle manager. Horse manager. Yes. Uh, okay, so um, you passed morning talking about that. You are camped down in a wide spot next to this causeway that runs through the Hagsmire. Um, you notice a clatter and noises and dust rising from the south after you okay. spent the morning camping uh, talking about animal care and instructing the youngest silent sister in uh, riding. Horse riding training. Yes. Um, earlier this <clears throat> morning, your other two compatriots, Dagon and Roderick, slipped away. Too many folks, guys. I'll see you guys later. Um, and you can see, approaching, uh, two riders are leading this group. Mm. Um, they're scouting ahead. And, and the mist is cleared? So the mist is clearing. Okay. So you can see further. So there's two riders scouting ahead of the rest of the group, and they approach your camp. What do you want to do as the two scouts approach? I kind of look at them. Uh, awareness? I think is very good. Uh, Twelve? Kind of look to see if they have a house or... Yes, they, they have a sigil sewn into the breast of their, their doublets. It is a black toad on a white lily pad on a green field. Hmm. If you want to do a knowledge, knowledge. check... Six. Six. You um, vaguely remember it as one of the houses that serves the phrase... Okay. You vaguely remember seeing that when you marched south mm-hmm. with Rob's army. Black Toad? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Black Toad on a white lily pad on a green field. And um, you, you vaguely remember seeing that when you marched south with, before King Rob took his horses off and he went the other way with okay. the other group, the other army. But beyond that, you don't really remember. All right, so are you going to try to hide away at all, or are you just going to sit at the camp? I just sit at the camp, and I normally kind of, like, look at them literally. So uh, they ride up, and they see the Silent Sisters, and they see you, and look over at you and say, uh, Well met, traveler. Well met. How fair are you on the road this day? Good. We're taking a, a rest. You travel with the Silent Sisters? Well, for a time. Uh, the other one says, uh, waves at you politely and says, uh, guard them well. And they take off ahead. They don't seem to want to, uh, interact with the Silent Sisters that much. Okay. <laughs> There's some, uh, superstitions that people have. Throw falls over. <laughs> Is he taking a nap? <laughs> yeah, he's taking a nap. I'll, I go into Frost and I'll, I'll fly back to see if I can see their, uh, the rest of their company. I think the sisters are used to my naps by now. I'll just randomly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so if you take Frost and you fly back the way they came, you come across a large group on the causeway. There are knights in full armor riding mm-hmm. horses. They have uh, men with crossbows. And they seem to be escorting a large herd of livestock. Mm. There you have, there's cows, there's sheep, um, there's more horses that are unsaddled and without riders. You recognize earlier you saw lots of lots of hoof prints as well. Somehow got ahead of them. So they there was a large. We're talking like a hundred head of cattle, more sheep than you can count, dozens of horses. All being do uh, they let alone. do they look heavily more heavily armored than the the brothers we've seen? Yes, they do seem to be better okay. outfitted. So, okay. Um, as Frost, I'm assuming he'll swoop and lower to take a look. You see other um, sigils sewn onto breastplates, not just the toad, mm-hmm. but some other houses as well. Oh, okay. So it appears to be. See if I can another six to identify other houses. Um, you see one sigil that has three sprigs of mistletoe on gold with a green border. 
and you recognize that as another house sworn to Lord Frey, but beyond that, you don't remember anything. Do I think these are the ambushes, or...? They're heading in the direction of where the ambush was set up. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, there's an ambush up ahead. <laughs> well, it's up to you. <laughs> Um, and they're going in the, off, in the same direction that, along the causeway that your two comrades, uh, spirited away. They're heading in the same. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to warn them. So, uh, I'll pop back out and kind of see if I can. Alright, so the two scouts have already taken off down the road. Okay, I'll start walking down. Okay. Down south. To try to meet them. And are you, Fully dress up in your armor? Yes. Okay. I'll take a Ripper with me, but I'll leave Wilma of the sisters. Um, so as you walk the timeline. <laughs> as you walk south down the causeway, um, this this herd grows closer and um, sorry, I'm just adapting something mm-hmm. I wrote earlier. I just want to make sure it makes sense. Okay. So uh, and you're just kind of walking alone on the, the causeway with and Ripper. so uh, and Frost is still kind of like flying over okay. them. Um, so two of the knights, these are different from the scouts that came by, mm-hmm. approach you. I wave them down, or I wave to them. All right, and one says, oh, who might you be walking low in this dangerous country? Don't you know there's a war on? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm accompanying uh, Silent Sisters. I'm traveling with them and guarding them. I have scouted up ahead, and your two, I met your two scouts, I was unaware of your, your house, and I kind of like, may we speak in private, or whoever's in charge, I look at the knights. Oh, in charge? Uh, <clears throat> the um, knight who approached you kind of uh, unconsciously grimaces, and lets out a sigh, and uh, wheels about and says, uh, my lord! This traveler wishes to speak with you. And from uh, ahead of the, the herd comes a young lord. He looks to be about 15 or 16 years old. And he looks terribly, terribly bored. Oh. And, um... Sigil? Um, yes, he has a sigil. It is... Do I need a knowledge or... You can do a knowledge okay. check. See if you recognize it. Big money. Big money. Eight. Eight, okay. <laughs> um, all right, his sigil is a white harpy oh. on orange and green. White harpy. And he rides up to you and says, Oh, what bother is this? Who are you? Kind of make a face at him. Um, house... Frey Alley, or do I know of his house? Uh, you recognize it's a house Frey, but a house Frey Bannerman. Okay. But you are, and you, once again, when you march down to the, t- the towers, you saw lots of sigils. Mm-hmm, right. So you recognize it from that, but um, being from, from the rather north, far away sure. from the north and not ever properly trained in heraldry, <laughs> um, you can't really, you can't place it. Okay. I got, uh, I believe there is a ambush up north, possibly for your company. The brothers seek to take your lovely livestock from you, I believe. Hmm. And what evidence do you have of this lone traveler on the road? I, I scouted north not too long ago. They've been, I believe they've been waiting a while. If you were their target... Why should I believe you? Perhaps you're some brigand yourself trying to uh, send us off the proper path into the muck of this hag's mire. I just thought I should give you a fair warning. All right. Do you want to do some roll? Entry, do some intriguing? Yeah. I mean... With my one status? I think, yeah, with Lord Leadership, it, <laughs> it just... It does something, doesn't it? Oh, and Combined you're also point. a bastard, right? So yeah. I think you, you yeah, even yeah. take a penalty with that. Yeah. So we <laughs> one status and bastard born. 
Huzzah! Alright, let me... So I've got, I got my cheat sheet here. Um, as a bastard, you take negative one dice on all persuasion tests when interacting with characters with a higher status. And you have status one. This this uh, lordling has a status of six. <laughs> so, um, so let's do a simple intrigue type. So persuade him? Yeah. Here we let's, go. I mean, unless you want to do more of a long-term intrigue, do you want to build a relationship with this lordling? Uh, or... sure. I'll use my portent for this, too. Hmm? My portent. Okay. So I get that die back. Uh, oh, a ten. All right. And so what is your goal here, I guess, with the intrigue? Just convince, to convince him that him? he's in danger. <laughs> um... Gain his trust and convince him that... He's, because I suspect that this, these are the ambushes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's. I'm going to try to do this the right way. So okay. bear with me for a second. All right. So first, we establish initiative. Each participant makes an open status test. Highest result goes first. Oh, okay. So you have a status of one. <laughs> Four. <laughs> status of six. <laughs> he has. Much higher than four. That's going to be even if he rolled once. <laughs> oh, and actually, he gets a bonus dice. I think from breeding. <laughs> from what? From breeding. Breeding. Well bred. He's a thoroughbred. He's purebred. Purebred human. He inbred probably too. Oh, considering. Um, not not Westeros. White hair, purple eyes. <laughs> not, not not quite that far. Yeah, so breeding, whenever you engage in an intrigue with a character who has a status four or higher, um, you may test status as a free action against you. Um, but your status isn't that high. So I definitely that, don't have status four. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Um, stewardship, um, then that doesn't apply to this. Okay, never mind. All right, still, um, the status check is quite a bit higher, so the lordling is, will go first. And uh, what is your disposition to the Lordling? Uh, probably not good. He's because he's a person and he's a, he's a human, and then he's <laughs> he's not an he's animal. He's not an animal. All right. So would you say that you are indifferent, or would you go all the way to dislike? Uh, indifferent. Indifferent. Indifference? Okay. So that'll just be his his attitude might make me dislike. <laughs> He's 15. <laughs> yes. Well, and he's you know, surly teens being what they are. All right. So you have different techniques that you can use. He is going to attempt to intimidate you since he is very proud of his highborn status and he <laughs> is miserable after wandering around collecting cattle for weeks on end. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I got to collect all the cattle and take them north. To, to feed the troops. Well, also before they get pillaged and robbed. and. Alright, sorry, let me try to figure out mm-hmm. how I'm supposed to do this. I probably should have studied up on this beforehand, but I didn't think you, the group would ever get into any deep intrigues. Talking, because... actually talking. <laughs> okay. Intimidating a target temporarily improves his or her disposition for a short period, and thus forces the target <coughs> to back down. Divulge information, cooperate with you, or generally become pliable. And if I am reading this correctly, it involves will. <laughs> so. Oh, crap, my intrigue. No, I have great composure, but crappy intrigue defense. <laughs> well, you're. Because you are indifferent to him, you're going to have a disposition rating of four. So that's your armor rating, basically. Oh, it doesn't use my intrigue defense? Because I, I have high composure, but not good intrigue defense. Like additionally? Maybe. Like additionally? I think, or... Okay, well, let's go with that then, because that's higher than what would be on here. Um, but is that additional, the disposition to your defense? Or? Well, because there's a... For deception modifier and indifferent, your deception and persuasion modifiers are just plus zero. It's like right in the middle. 
disposition rating reduce all influence damage to your composure. <clears throat> oh. oh, to your composure. So your composure starts at... 15. 15. Okay, so basically when you get down, if you get down to zero, then you lose the intrigue and mm-hmm. they win. But it's your composure. So that's like your hit points, basically. Composure, okay, cool. Okay, so you, okay. That, that makes more sense. So you've got 15 composure. And then my defense is nine? Is it just a bonus to the roll? So your entry defense is five? Mm-hmm. Same as my combat defense. <laughs> All right, so I think I'm going to try to do this the way I think it works. Rolling will... All right, so that's going to be a 10, and the disposition trait would kick in. That's DR4 because you are indifferent to the Lordling. So that takes away four of that down to six. So that's two degrees of success, which would be six damage to your composure. Mm-hmm. But you have intrigue defense of five, so that knocks it down to one. Mm-hmm. Damage to your composure. So your composure would go from 15 down to 14. As he attempts to intimidate you with his, Lordliness. With his lordliness. But my, so, my will is too strong for this yeah. lordly. So, and that's his, his little thing about just a brigand trying to lead us astray. I've, I've dealt with this kind before. Alright. You have. Alright, so now it's your initiative. I saw so, it. you have... I can just slide this out if it'll help. Some of your options. You can um, try to charm, convince, incite, intimidate, seduce, for all the bards <laughs> out there, and taunt. I'll, I'll convince him. Alright, so with convince... Like I said, I I believe you're the target. Uh, I fear for your safety, my lord. All right. So if you're trying to influence, that is going to be a will test. Oh, a will test. So roll oh. your will dice. Is it courage or dedication or coordination? I think just basic will. Okay. Sure. So will. Yeah, I think. Oof. Sixteen. All right, sixteen. So he is unfriendly to you, so that's going to knock off six. So you have ten, so that's three degrees of success. Mm-hmm. So how many will, what's your will ranking? Five. Degrees of success times five, so 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his composure, or sorry, his intrigue defense. Oh, well, I was going to use, uh, oh, I was going to use my port and So you get an extra die? Okay. Uh, so an extra five on top of that. It was 16, now it's 21, sorry. 21. Alright, so 21 still knocks off the 5, so that's still now 4 degrees of success. Mm-hmm. So 4 times 5 is 20. Oh. <laughs> you guys are overpowered. Um, so 20 hits... Are we sure it's not a persuasion roll and then it's based on will? Or? I think, well this one has influence has and then it has will. But none of the other in parentheses, and then it's persuasion has convince, deception has act. None of the other ones have will. No, other ones have will as well. So, like, okay. under okay. Intimidate, it's a will check. Oh, okay. All right. Some are taunt, some are blah. Well, I can intrigue. <laughs> so, I think there's... Well, you know what? I'm going to just roll with this for now, and I'll try to understand it better later. Um, well, I can intrigue, then, if that's... Yeah, a little... At least within certain things, you can. Um, I unless I'm totally misunderstanding it, in which case... My will cannot be broken. Um, all right, so that's four times five, so twenty. His intrigue defense is eleven. Aha! Oh wait, what? So that knocks it down to nine. However, his composure is only nine. Aha! Uh-huh. So you win this intrigue. Oh, okay. All right, and by using influence. Right, so target agrees to lend assistance or agree with your position. He is now convinced that there is an ambush out there. Mm-hmm. At least he's open to the idea, though he is somewhat suspicious of you just showing up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he 
clears his throat and says, Oh, fine, perhaps you are correct. I did not wish to spook your men. That's why I asked for your, your ear. Hmm. Well, we will investigate the accuracy of your claims. You, uh... Actually, I, I scouted them so I can tell them right where they are. No, so he, uh... Snaps his men. Somebody uh, find a horse and saddle for this one. Oh. <laughs> You'll ride with me. Okay. All right, so a horse and saddle are brought up. Mm-hmm. You are probably close enough. He thinks you're far enough away, but he whispers to one of his men, keep an eye on this one. Now that he's decided to listen to you, mm-hmm. he uh, kind of starts his horse, horse again, moving forward at a slow trot. Um, or a slow walk, not a trot. Sorry, I need to keep this. Walk, not a trot. Um, he explains to you that he is uh, Rowley Nayland hmm. of House Nayland, a noble house that is sworn to House Frey. And while his elder brothers are off winning glory and honor, including his elder brother, Sir Raymond Nayland, he's fighting for the uh, King Renly. His father, Lord Rickard Nayland, is fighting for Lord Frey. And he, young Rowley, has been sent to collect livestock from the dirty peasants. And he confides in you that he fears he will never earn his spurs and become a true knight. Livestock is very important. You must show you can feed your people. They're cows and sheep. It's no fit duty for a noble. No fit duty for a knight. And he says this loudly, and some of the knights in his party, you can see, look irritated. Well, I, your lord, I can I can assist you with the animals. I, I've been trained well in the care of animals. Mm, how so? I can care for all types of animals. I can, and I kind of, allow me, and I kind of ride back, and I, I rear the horse back, and I kind of uh, herd the animals to, like, group a little bit closer and okay, what, not be so. Uh, what kind of animal handling did you roll? Uh, actually, not very good. Well, not very good for me, but 21. I kind of, like, get the herd to... Squish in more and maybe speed up a little, and I gather the herd better. A 21 is a heroic... um, Not very good. ...a challenge. So, basically, you managed to get the cows to line up in orderly rows and march three by three down the causeway. And some of the, uh, the riders look at this and think, Wow, that boy has a way with animals. No man, twenty. Well, okay. Middle-aged man. Oh, middle. Oh, middle-aged. Twenty. <laughs> middle-aged man. <laughs> it's middle-aged man. He's got a way with the animals. Um, it's pretty impressive. So yeah, I ride around and I, I poop all the, the <laughs> cows on the no, the snoot, and then I ride back up to him. If there is an ambush that lies ahead, I can keep them orderly for you, my lord. Uh, I suppose that would be useful. You don't want to lose uh, livestock. I suppose not. My lord would look poorly upon such an outcome. Lord Frey does enjoy his livestock. You must show, wealth. Your, show your worth, my lord. Mm, I suppose. I'd rather be jousting and fighting against the Kingslayer than those dirty Lannisters. It does have my fish, so Oh, well, and he is oblivious to that. He doesn't notice anybody's body language at all. So <laughs> completely oblivious to that, to the fact that you uh, blanch at the idea of fighting Lannisters. Well, no, the Kingslayer. Oh, the Kingslayer. He, he killed Darren. That's right. So he's got history with Vengeance! Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so he um, is somewhat appreciative. So after writing a bit, considers his actions, and uh, he asks you, what would you do with this, this ambush that's, that you say is coming up? Um, well, my lord, I'm not... I 
I kind of gesture towards the animals. My knowledge lies with the horses, but an alternative route or prepare your men? You have no knowledge of warfare? Uh, just animals, my lord. You don't want to use your one warfare rank <laughs> as a check. That is a two. So he takes your um, silences and he says, I know, I'll just send a handful of my men forward to reinforce those scouts. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll sweep through this ambush without a problem. And he gestures at one of the knights and tells him, Sir, go forth and clear the path. And uh, with a grumble, he shouts some orders, and he and a few knights and a few crossbowmen uh, ride forward mm-hmm. and ride off down the causeway. Have we gone past the sisters, or are we still... Um, you're probably drawing even with the sisters right okay. now. Okay, all right. Because I left Wilma there. Okay. And um, so as the sisters, the silent sisters come into view, uh, the Lord uh, looks at them and he walks his, his horse on the far side of the road to try to give them as wide a berth as possible. Oh, silent sisters. Mm. They, I they deal in <laughs> dark, dark magics and death. I curse go to them, I wave at them. I'm like, hey, hey, light, hey ladies, I'm going to help uh, his lordship with his task. And I, like, call Wilma over. He looks at you suspiciously. Well, I told him I was accompanying them, didn't I? He probably didn't hear that. Oh, okay. He's a lordling. He doesn't pay much attention to anything going on. Hmm. So, how did you fall in with these silent sisters? I, I found them on the road. And I decided to accompany them. Good traveling mm. compatriots. They, they don't talk much. Mmm. A proper lady folk, that. I. Um, yes, I'm making the lordling as unsympathetic as possible for the inevitable. Inevitable? <laughs> well, no one seems to survive interactions. At least no armed men survive interactions with this group. So some time passes. Uh, anything else you want to talk with about while riding with the lordling? I'll just kind of like schmooze them and be like, see, you are entrusted in this important task. Now you can show that you can be useful in battle. And become a true knight. Okay. Let's see, what kind of check would that be? Uh, persuasion? Persuasion? You want to try to persuade him? With my one die? Go for it. Alright, a four. Um, you do not succeed in, in improving his disposition. The, la- the livestock but, are very um, important. When we uh, get there safely, Lord Frey will take notice of your charge. Hmm. Uh, it's something I worry about. He has an awful lot of daughters and granddaughters. I fear I will be told to wed one of them. I kind of shrug at him. <laughs> mm. A fray wife. Do I... Seven? The, the fray girls? Mm-hmm. Do I know, know of them? Or... Um, you've heard stories that there are a lot that... Um, Lord Frey is known for being quite uh, prolific in his child-making, and so he has a great deal of uh, sons, daughters, grandsons, granddaughters, great-grandsons, great-granddaughters, and he's always trying to marry them off. So you've certainly heard uh, some, some stories and limericks and body songs about having to marry a Frey. Homely-looking phrase? Or... Not all of them are particularly attractive. Um, and apparently having Lord Frey as an in-law can be uh, emotionally taxing. Uh, so he's somewhat worried about having to marry okay. a, a Frey daughter or granddaughter or great-granddaughter. Um, so you've, at least you've heard some of the stories. Um, well, Lord's got to get married sometime, don't you? I wish to be a knight, riding forth, having adventures, jousting, tournaments, gold, glory. Oh. Not taking care of cows. What's wrong with cows? I suppose they taste okay, but rather large and smelly creatures. Not fit duties for a knight. 
So he complains for a while, and um, eventually um, you see dust rising from the north as some of the soldiers he sent out come riding back. Several of them are have wounds, and um, rather fewer of them have come back than went forward to attack. The knight who led them rides back, and he's he's injured, and shouts, uh, my, my, my lord Nayland, we've been ambushed. See, lord, as, as I feared. All right, so uh, the young lord suddenly looks rather uh, nervous and pale, as he realizes all this work might actually end rather badly for him. You have some expertise in treating wounds, correct? Oh, yeah. Your lord, I can I can look over your men. All right. Um, the knight uh, dismounts and slumps to the ground. I dismount. Um, first I'll do a diagnosis. Here. Dr. Harris, here. The diagnosis is grim. 16 on diagnosis. All right. You can tell that he's... Um, been hit with a number of pointy objects. Um, this man has been hit with pointy objects. I'm trying to have, remember what happened last week. Exactly. All right, you recognize one of the arrows lodged in him in the night as being an arrow that looks suspiciously like your comrade. Oh, so he shot him. If I remember correctly, yes. It looks like one of the arrows that Roger had. Or David. Did they attack both? Oh, did, they attack, did they attack both parties? Or oh, okay. Oh, it was oh. A, it was indiscriminate slash. Sorry, you recognize that the arrow looks suspiciously like one of Dagon's arrows. Okay, so they did indiscriminately. Um. So the, the knight slumps on the ground. And he says, "Oh my, Lord Nayland, it was a it was a slaughter." Bandits were waiting for us in the wooded area next to the ruins. Arrows came flying from the swamp. Ah, could have sworn even even the shrubbery and the bushes rose up against us. Perhaps there were foul spirits. Looking over his. So I got a 16, and it says for every degree of success, I get a plus D for healing. Uh, the test is formidable 12. And the patient is present. The, the difficulty can drop as far as zero. Automatic. Hmm. It's hard to miss a spear struck in a valley. Absent patient. How do you diagnose an absent patient? Well, if someone like rides up and explains the symptoms or something. Oh, okay, gotcha. Alright, so that would be... Well, it says... If the cause of injury is readily apparent, it's hard to miss a stroke by automatic. So. Yeah, so I would say that's several degrees of success. So so you roll what, 15? 16. 16. I'll say that since it's obvious what caused it, and since you are familiar with some of what's been happening, um, I'll give you an extra three dice on the healing test. Oh, okay. Uh, treat injury? Yes. Okay. Three at injury uh, twenty two start bandaging in slapping the wound no not slapping the wound it's <laughs> an extra solid well I imagine you might have some like a poultice or something you could apply since you've been wandering you might have gathered some herbs oh yeah stuff some herbs and salt in the wounds exactly this may, this may sting a bit well like honey is also like a traditional remedy definitely salt salt is it just the one? Um, several of them are injured, but the okay. knight seems to be the most seriously wounded. Okay. So let's see. Basic test. So and you rolled a... 22? That's heroic. So I must spend at least an hour with them. So yeah. Anyway, you, you patch him up quite admirably. And I'll go to the other ones too. All right. right. And we'll just assume with that one, the knight, he is... Everybody gets salt. <laughs> Uh, the salt first aid kit. Okay. Um, Gotta keep the wounds clean. The salty medic. Ah. Uh, they should be happy you don't have like a bottle of lemon juice too. 
Tonight, he is all patched up, and he feels good, because uh, with that, it's like a heroic difficulty. It's remove a wound after strenuous activity. I think he has at least one, if not two, wounds. Mm-hmm. We spend an hour between. Um, so, yes, that's... Uh, like he is very appreciative of your efforts, um, and some of the other other fighters are also have wounds and injuries, and you patch those up. I won't make you roll. I'll assume mm-hmm. they're successful. Heroic. Yeah, I mean, um, but the knight is impressed and amazed by your medical care. He he thought he was a goner, mm. but you know, saved his life, and he's so appreciative. I'm going to give him a name. <laughs> uh, sir, not dead. <laughs> yeah, because um, I almost built me to be like a maester almost, and it's very close. <clears throat> Actually, no, I think I'm more close to a sept. Like oh, because uh, when we were looking at the those characters, I like a mix between a sept and a maester. Okay. Well, I'm gonna name him uh, Sir Morgan. Are you a captain? A captain? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Um, Alright, so Sarah Morgan clasps her hand and says, Thank you. Thank you for saving my life. I kind of look at the arrows and I'm like... Alright, and also his horse is also injured. Oh, definitely. definitely. Okay. <laughs> I, as soon as... No, if I see the horse first, I'm just like... <laughs> get nuts. This horse needs healing! The horse definitely has arrows in it that you recognize. I push aside all the men. This horse needs healing. All right, I'm going to assume that any role in that will also be successful. The horse, very, very the horse. healing, um, so they don't put down the horse. All right, so this is going to take at least an hour or two as you patch up the wounded, mm-hmm. um, and then they're ready to to go forward. Young Lord Nayland. Did he send most of his men or half of he, his he, men? He sent about a, a dozen, two dozen. Mm-hmm. Out. But is it like half of his men or his whole force? Probably about half. Okay. Um, and so now he's going to, after some dawdling and waiting for you to finish patching up the men, um, he decides that he should um, rally his men and, and go forward and renew the attack. And so uh, he is seeing your ability to patch people up. And so he says, uh, Harold, join me in the sortie. But who's going to watch the livestock, my lord? I want you nearby in case something happens to me. As I nobly charge the uh, the enemy. See? Yes. So Battle um, does await you. Yes. And just be close in case something happens to me. Get your bandages ready. Get get your salt ready. <laughs> get my extra bag of salt. Do, you, do I have more salt? <laughs> <laughs> Um, they can raid the stores, I guess, and they have salt there, too. We All need right. more salt. The soldiers, including the wounded, they move toward the back, but they form up, and they head back to the... Is he in the front? Uh, he's sort of in the front. I'm behind In the front-ish. Him. I'm yes. behind him. <laughs> um, and Sarah, Sarah Morgan stays close to you. All right, you approach the, the wooded white area at a trot. And as they get closer, uh, Rally lets out a, a shout, and the group surges forward at a gallop, mm-hmm. charging into the area. And as they hit the trees, they slow down and mill around for a little bit. And they realize that there's nobody left here alive. Everyone's dead. Murdered. <clears throat> yes. So there's just dead bodies here and there. They recognize some of their fallen comrades. Mm-hmm. But they notice, at least as they, they fan out, look around, there's several of the bandits which with their they're lying with their throats slit mm-hmm. close to the road out in the swampland around um, crowd. yeah somebody apparently went all stabby stabby and throat slitting on them I wonder who um, you wonder but you don't say out loud who you suspect no, I just kind of look at there anywhere. I'll I'll look for anybody who's living from there. Actually, I will use I'll coordinate. As, um, as you search for the living, Wilma and. Oh, okay. So you're. 
notice right? Um, sure. My will test, I think I can do. Oh, woof. Still 13? I think that's what I needed for the coordination. Yes. So ex just exactly. So one degree of success. Well, one gets a two. Oh, one gets a 13 with Ripper helping. I think she gets one. So 14, 19. Search for any of their living compatriots. Okay. They left no survivors. <laughs> um, you find one of their one of their comrades, half dead, under slumped under a horse that's died and fallen on top of them. This he's, one. He's, and I call over the men. This one. Quick. The men rush over. They manage to lift the horse off enough to drag him free. Pull my salt out. So you want to do a, a diagnose and a healing mm -hmm. test? Use 18 on the diagnosis. So that's going to be two degrees of success. Sure, give yourself two extra dice for the healing tests. Heroic healing. Uh, another 21. Oh, wait. Another 20. All right, so you are able to, to stabilize him. Um, but he's still too wounded to um, to sit a horse, um, and is kind of fading in and out of uh, consciousness. Did they have any carts? Hmm? Did they have any carts? Uh, sure. Yeah, they've got a okay. cart, so they can load him up on a cart. Yeah, yep. help him carry him to a cart. He says, um, mumbles something about the tree, the tree spirit, avenging, killing, murdering. I persuade him for an I'm like, Shh, just rest now. <laughs> no, no arrows. No, no throat slipping. You must rest. But some of the men look a little, a little worried now, because they've heard stories about um, uh, scary ghosts and dark spirits that haunt the Hagsmire. Oh, okay. And some sort of avenging shrubbery. So there was like just the kind of awful thing you would find in the hag. There was somebody as a tree running around. No, no, no. This was a, a dark spirit in the old that appeared as a bush. Bushes. Oh. <laughs> that would, was devouring souls with its terrible avenging tree spirit. Throat slitting. The injured man nods and shudders as he is. Has a terrifying flashback of watching oh. men die at the hands of a of a bush, and then he fades off and just kind of slumps as he falls asleep. Terrible <laughs> things were witnessed. Rest now. <laughs> All right. So, uh, young Rally Nayland looks positively pale. And just there's like dead people everywhere. There was obviously a terrible pitch battle here. Hey, you were successful, my lord. Yes, success. You and the mm. livestock and your knight? Mm. Um, uh, Sir Morgan, um, as he explores the battlefield, looks puzzled and concerned. When we fled from this battle, there were bandits still alive, but now all appear dead. Strange. Most strange. Um, and he is going to kind of uh, look around the battlefield and uh, here, let me consult sheets. Alright, he noticed an odd number of tracks that seem to disappear off into the swamp but he can't follow them very far. Mm. But he kind of stands at the edge and looks out over the swamp stroking his chin, wondering what could have happened here. But it's been several hours since the battle so if there was anyone else, they would have long ago mm -hmm. vanished. About this time, um, the Silent Sisters also arrive. Oh. Perhaps they were watching and saw the vultures circling in the sky. Um, and they attend to their grisly work, attending to the dead. Of course. What would you like to do? Do you want to counsel... Young Lord Nayland. You'll ask him, uh, where do you head from here now, my lord? Well, he says, and he pulls out a map. 
Finally, we have a character who would have a map. Um, Can I take the time to study said sure. map? Sure, yeah. Would that be knowledge or...? Uh, yeah, you know, do a knowledge check. Um, give yourself an extra die because you have a, a map to actually look at. Okay. And... Ten. Ten. So he points out where you are and uh, points out that the causeway will bend toward Seaguard. And um, some of the livestock will be delivered there to help feed the garrison at Seaguard. And some will be sent south to supply uh, River Run and uh, King Rob's army. Um, I kind of like the other one. Wherever they happen to be. Um, and some will be dispatched up to um, the towers to further enrich Lord Frey. Is that where you head? Hmm. Perhaps. I, I will go where they tell me to go so I can further show my valor as I have today. Of course. You can tell from the look at the map that you are just a few days' ride from Seaguard. Okay. And anything else from the map that you want to do? I kind of, because I kind of know the north, mm-hmm. but I study this area of the, the riverlands and maybe a bit north here in the neck. Okay. So you can. Uh, as you look at it, you can kind of roughly recognize the route that you've taken from the Battle of the Green Fork um, up into the hills and then down into the Hagsmire. Okay. And of course you realize that uh, north of the towers it becomes even more marshy in the neck. Mm. And there's only the one route that is consistently dry and passable. Okay. I, right. I waved to the sister. I was like, do we need a hole? They nod. I go, I go, Ripper, Wilma. Let me start. Doggy digging. All right, the dogs start digging. Uh, some of the um, frost starts lower get to eye nibble. Um, some of the lower ranking members of Nalen's party also pull out shovels. Okay. And start to dig a hole. Uh, one for the bandits, and another deeper, nicer hole. For their comrades. We assist with that. Okay. The doggies digging. So they can uh, lay out their their fallen comrades mm-hmm. um, neatly in a line rather than the other grave, which is just Is there any dead people with plate? Or whole plate? Or? Um, I'll, I'll say no. Okay. Well, that's what the hundred gold dragons is for, I guess. <laughs> You, oh, you have a breastplate, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they also go back, they go through and strip off whatever armor is of value. Okay. The surviving Nayland, Nayland's party, um, and gather up the weapons. All right, so... No, no full plate, though. No full plate. No. No, no full plate. Well, like I, like I said, at least that's what the 100 gold dragons is for. <laughs> uh, some time passes, it's getting later in the day. So they decide just to make camp mm-hmm. here. Rowley orders extra sentries be posted and torches to, to line the camp mm-hmm. because he is a little bit nervous that whatever is out there, whether it be avenging forest spirits mm-hmm. or something <clears throat> else, might attack. Okay. And they're going to spend the night there. And the Silent Sisters uh, make their own camp kind of off away from the rest of the men. They're also going to spend the night. There's no one who appears to be of high-ranking nobility, so they don't break out their beetles. Oh, okay. Got you. No knights died? Um, no one of sufficiently high rank, apparently. Okay. And since there's people there to identify them, they, they don't... No one there is willing to pony up the cash to... Pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, unless you want to spend big now. <laughs> My lord, I'm a snap. <laughs> All right, so you're going to warg into... Uh, Frost. Okay. And I'm going to take Ripper and Wilma. And I'm going to have them search for my compatriots. They will have, um, I think, taken off... And... To Seagrid? Yeah, they're they're off away from the main road, mm-hmm. hiding somewhere. Um, 
leaving a trail of dead lizard lions in their wake, I'm sure. But it's very hard to track them through the swamp, since any tracks they would leave would be... We shall try. Water. I shall try regardless. Oh, I have to test my will first. Cross coordinates their tracking. Okay. For a very high 18, I coordinate our... Oh, so they get I, 18 bonus? Well, oh, the coordination the... test. Frost coordinates Ripper and Wilma <laughs> okay. as they suspect that he's not Frost at the moment. And she's got a pretty high tracking. That's six. Oh my. Oops. But I'll say that you'll take a penalty die because it's swampy. Difficult oh, okay. Terrain is difficult to track through. And um, another penalty die because they are aware that someone might track them and they don't want to be found, so they're taking measures to avoid being tracked. Okay, 18? 18. 18. <laughs> yeah, you find out exactly where they are. Oh, I find like the path yeah. So you, you spot them. They have um, camped out overnight in like an overgrown um, tangle of uh, blackberry vines. Weasel their way in and mm. it's out of sight. So I'll have frost land to them. Kind of look at them. Yeah. Kind of look back. Uh, I assume. See, did they have their horses with them? No, the sisters. They would have had, left the horses the, with the sisters. The sisters okay. had the horses. So yeah, they're they're cleared off. Just the two of them, and they've managed to find a dry place to shelter out of the way. You assume that no one else is going to be able to find them because you found them because you're basically able to inhabit a crow. Sorry, a raven and mm-hmm. a wolf and a dog, so you have certain advantages to tracking them down. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're fairly certain no one else is going to be able to track them down. They're, mm-hmm. they're well off the, the main path. I did use a trained dog and a wolf and a... And I worked into him to not raise suspicion of me leaving, so... Even though it is night? Yes, it's definitely <clears> the sun is set. Well, you know where they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they see... They recognize the uh, the frost, the albino <laughs> raven. All right, I'm assuming they'll ask, are we in trouble? One squawk for no, two squawks for yes. He just goes. Okay. He just shakes his head because it's still me, so. All right, so the next thing they're going to probably say is, hmm, we could use some fresh meat. You're willing to part with your raven? <laughs> and <laughs> frost flies away. <laughs> After I talk to the, the mm-hmm. party, or shake, shake yes and shake no, um, I'll, I'll kind of treat him for the, So where where are you heading? Hmm? The Lord. Oh, I'll, I'll ask the sister. All, okay. all of them are heading towards Seagirt? Yeah, they're all going to go in that direction. Okay. Um, the Silent <clears throat> Sisters have some work remains. To do, work to do now. Um, they have some remains they're going to deliver to Seagard, where a, the chapter of Silent Sisters there will take the remains, and then mm-hmm. move them closer to wherever they need to be. They can resupply. Did the knight see them, though? Hmm? Did the knight... Oh, I'll ask him, too. Never oh, yeah, the the knights... Um, Nayland's men know that the Silent Sisters are, are there. Oh, no, I was going to do a separate conversation with the knight. Oh, sorry. Mr. Morgan? Oh, mm-hmm. Mr. Morgan? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you want to ask? So they're heading, everybody's heading to Seagirt. I ask, did you see your attackers? I saw something. Something? But I'm not sure what I saw. So you did not see your attackers' faces? I thought I saw... I don't say bush. A bush. (laughs) I can't believe it myself. Perhaps I took a blow to the head. Men see strange things in need of combat. Things that can't be explained. No, you didn't. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like, oh, I had point to it. I said, you didn't have any. Okay. Hmm. Well, I think uh, based on the conversation with my party, that's when we'll take the next action. Okay. But yes, at this point, everybody's headed towards Seaguard. It's only a few days right away. But the sisters, it seem like they're gonna stay for a bit, so they're behind. They're gonna, yeah, they'll probably mm-hmm. follow behind because they're gonna clean up mm-hmm. the mess. The mess. 
Hey, I wonder if they'll have another mess to clean up. <laughs> or no. I kind of healed, healed, uh, healed them up a bit, so... All right. Oh, no, I don't know any healing. I'll give you five experience points. Okay. And one glory point. Glory. Did we just have one glory point before? I believe so. Okay. So, so you have you've gained a reputation as a healer and someone who can commune with animals. Harold. Art Snow. Harold Snow. Despite the rumors of a terrible twig-based blight stalking soldiers in the Hag's Mire, the mysterious pile of bodies and a nervous noble, Seaguard, and the freedom it promises is still tantalizingly close for Harold, Roderick, and Dagon. Discover if they will escape Westeros or merely feed the crows in the next episode, the finale of Broken Men. <laughs>